0: Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Samuel chapter 7 from the World English Bible. When the king lived in his house and Yahweh had given him rest from all his enemies all around, the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but God's ark dwells within curtains. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in your heart, for Yahweh is with you. That same night, Yahweh's word came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David. Yahweh says, Should you build me a house for me to dwell in? For I have not lived in a house since the day that I brought the children of Israel up out of Egypt, even to this day, but have moved around in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all places in which I have walked with all the children of Israel, did I say a word to any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to be shepherd of my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now, therefore, tell my servant David this Yahweh of armies says, I took you from the sheep pen, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people, over Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. I will make you a great name. Like the name of the great ones who are in the earth, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in their own place, and be moved no more. The children of wickedness will not afflict them any more as at the first. And as from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, I will cause you to rest from all your enemies. Moreover, Yahweh tells you that Yahweh will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you sleep with your fathers, I will set up your offspring after you, who will proceed out of your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my loving kindness will not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before you. Your house and your kingdom will be made sure forever before you. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan spoke to David all these words, and according to all this vision. Then David the king went in, and sat before Yahweh, and he said, Who am I, Lord Yahweh, and what is my house, that you have brought me this far? This was yet a small thing in your eyes, Lord Yahweh, but you have spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come, and this among men, Lord Yahweh. What more can David say to you? For you know your servant, Lord Yahweh. For your word's sake and according to your own heart, you have worked all this greatness to make your servant know it. Therefore, you are great, Yahweh God, for there is no one like you, Neither is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. What one nation in the earth is like your people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem to himself for a people, and to make himself a name, and to do great things for you, and awesome things for your land, before your people, whom you redeemed to yourself out of Egypt, from the nations and their gods. You established for yourself your people Israel to be your people forever, and you, Yahweh, became their God. Now, Yahweh God, the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, confirm it forever, and do as you have spoken. Let your name be magnified forever, saying, Yahweh of armies is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. For you, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, have revealed to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore your servant has found in his heart to pray this prayer to you. Now, O Lord Yahweh, you are God, and your words are truth, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, therefore, let it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever before you. For you, Lord Yahweh, have spoken it. Let the house of your servant be blessed forever with your blessing. That is the end of chapter seven. Before I talk about this chapter some, I want to go back and address something that I talked about for 2 Samuel chapter six, which was how long the Ark of the Covenant had been in Kiriath Jerim. It took some digging, but I found a website that gave a very clear answer to this, and I'll put a link to that on this episode. But the point is that. In the text in 1 Samuel chapter 7, verses 1 through 3, when it talks about how long the Ark of the Covenant was in this location, it then has a conjunction word to say then or and or so Samuel then called the people to return to Yahweh. So that 20 years is before this happens with Samuel. And then it continued in kiriath Jerem, obviously, because it was there. In Abinadab's house, and that's where David got it from. So just to be clear, in the World English Bible, in the beginning of verse 3, it just says Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel, but there's an implication that he's speaking to them there after the Ark of the Covenant has been in kiriath Jerem for 20 years. In every other major translation that I looked up the verse in, in the blueletterbible.org, it had one of those conjunctions, then And or so they were kind of evenly split between all of them. So the Ark of the Covenant was there for 20 years before Samuel is pointing out this particular time that if Israel, the people of Israel, want to truly follow God, they should put away all of their idols. And then it is apparently there for all of Saul's reign and for the seven and a half years that David is in Hebron. The context seems to indicate that this 20 years was before Saul was anointed king. So that means the Ark of the Covenant was there over 67 years, which means Abinadab was really old when they went to get it. And it would also imply that his sons, Uzzah and Ahio, were very mature men. So now on to chapter 7 of Second Samuel. This is the first we hear of Nathan the prophet, and he is correct that Yahweh is with David. And when he says the thing that he does, Yahweh doesn't exactly reprimand Nathan so much as just set things straight. And then Yahweh doesn't say directly, No, don't build me a temple, but he only asks the rhetorical question Should you build me a temple, a solid house of cedar, when I haven't asked anyone who has been leading Israel to do it? And that got me to thinking Are there things that we know about God from the rest of the Bible that kind of pull together and help explain why he's satisfied with a portable tabernacle. One idea is that it's a picture of him going throughout the earth. Another is that it is a metaphor that his presence is not contained in a solid temple, maybe also symbolizing the the temporary nature of this fallen world, or even foreshadowing the coming of Jesus in an earthly tent that will travel through all Israel. And he specifically says, I have walked with the children of Israel. The tabernacle implies movement, and he is an active and involved God. Then Yahweh uses this conversation to make a marvelous promise to David, which greatly expands on the idea of a house as being a living heritage, which will be for and through David, but ultimately will be established by one singular offspring who will be established forever. And he will build a house for Yahweh's name because in that new order, things will be permanent. Now, this does seem to be one of those sections of prophecies that actually encompass more than one thing. It both refers to forever, but it also speaks of if he shall commit iniquity. And we know that God would know that Jesus, the second person of the Godhead, wouldn't commit iniquity. So he also seems to be talking about Solomon. Let me give you a couple of examples in the Bible where one particular thing is being talked about, and then it is expanded beyond that in ways that make it clear that he's no longer talking about the first thing. One is in Isaiah chapter 14, where he's talking about the king of Babylon, and then says some things that seem very much like he's going on to talk about Satan. And Ezekiel chapter 28 is much the same. He's talking to the prince of Tyre, but goes way beyond that because he says something about the king of Tyre being in the Garden of Eden, and we know that the man wasn't there. And there's also the example of how Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven being at hand, uh, such as in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, but then also He gives the indication in several of the parables uh, in Matthew 24 and 25 that there's going to be a long period of waiting for the finality of it. But getting back to this promise to David, David understands the grand scale of this promise because he knows many kingdoms and their royal families have risen and fallen since creation. It's beyond all expectation that his lineage should rule forever and that it would go so far as to include a final kingdom that rules forever. David's response is one of humility and seeing the greatness of God in all of this. He accepts and believes the promise, but he's not claiming any greatness for himself. He's just very gratified to be part of God's plan. For example, in verse 21, he says, For your word's sake and according to your own heart, you have worked all this greatness to make your servant know it and finally this is a narrowing a focusing of understanding where the promised offspring will come from because in genesis chapter 3 verse 15 there was seed promised to eve that would bruise the serpent's head and then next we have abraham uh, in genesis chapter 22 verse 18 where it says all nations will be blessed through his seed and then third about Judah in Genesis chapter 49, verse 10, where it is prophesied that the scepter will not depart from Judah. And of course, David is of the tribe of Judah, descended through notable people like Boaz and Rahab and Ruth. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.